idcwoodcraft.com. Hello, my CNC brother or sister. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast where we're going to talk about CNC business. And one of the things that most CNC creators struggle with in the beginning, and that is fine-tuning where they're going to focus their business. In other words, what niche are they going to get into? Because if you don't have a niche, if you're trying to generally sell to people without a focus, you will not do very well in business and you'll end up struggling and you just can't grow that way. So what you're going to listen to in this podcast is a mentoring session, the first of several with a CNC sister. Her name is Kate Tucker who has been working for about a year with a CNC router to try to create a CNC business and has been struggling. And so because Kate is a friend of mine and she has helped me in some areas, I decided that she has asked if I would guide her in business. And so I have offered myself to do that in exchange for doing this publicly so that you can get the benefit out of this too and grow your business the right way. To give you an idea of business, I started IDC Woodcraft a little over two years ago from the date of this podcast and have grown it to a million dollar company. And that has been by virtue of me being mentored myself by a very, very successful business person. And so now it's time to pass on that skill and that knowledge to you. And so I hope that you grab some benefit out of this. Now, uh, one of the things in this recording, you might hear a little crackling on my end. I'm not sure what was causing that, but you can still pick up what was being said. Just wanted to let you know that there is was an audio issue, at least that I was picking up on my end. So before we dive in, I want to make sure you check out idcwoodcraft.com, and if you have a CNC router, uh, then then you want to get the IDC Woodcraft CNC router bit app. Now, one of the things is what I'm teaching here to Kate. This applies to all business, all business. So not just CNC routers, but CNC lasers and plasma cutters and even other business as well. So I hope that you gained something out of this, and be sure to come on over to the IDC Woodcraft YouTube channel if you want to learn about CNC routers and more about business. I have lots of videos for you. So we're going to dive into this after I do a very brief uh, thing that I have to do by using the service that I use for the podcast, and I have to do a little bit of an advertisement for them because they give it to me for free, and that's their requirement. So you got a 30-second ad, and then we're going to dive right into this. Okay, here we go. Hello, my CNC brothers and sisters. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and I'd like to welcome you to a a discussion with one of our CNC sisters, Kate Tucker, who has been working to get a CNC business going and has been struggling with it like many CNC router owners struggle with as they try to get their business going and I figure she was we were on the phone and I figured she if she can be asking the question she's asking me on the phone that this is good to be asking publicly if she was willing and Kate was willing to to uh, open herself up 
to try to figure this out with her CNC business. And the whole point of this thing is to not just give her guidance and mentoring into how to get her business going in the right direction, but to help others like you if you were trying to start a CNC business as well. And to understand what mentoring is about and what you should expect from mentoring when it comes to, to getting the guidance from, from someone who, who will guide you. One of the things I want to share with, with business mentoring, it's mentoring is not a friendship by any means. Mentoring is if you want to grow your CNC business and you find yourself struggling or stuck and not really, or, and feet want to throw in the towel, you need to find a mentor. And the mentor that you want to find is somebody who who has already succeeded in in any in some form of business that understands how to grow a business. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the business that that you are doing, but someone who who just understand who's achieved some success that you want to achieve. And so uh, Kate and I have made friends over the last year, and she has helped me with some things. And so we kind of talk back and forth. And so. Uh, before we dive in with Kate, let's see who we've got here. We've got Harold. Hello from Panama City, Florida. Hi, Harold. How you doing? And don't mind me. i got to get close to my screen. i got some things going on with my eyes these days. I'm not sure why, but um, that's why we got eye doctors, and they're taking care of me. And uh, Annabin from uh, Tennessee. And Fausto. Hello, Fausto. And... Danielle, hello from Auburn, California. Oh, you're all the way on the other side of the country from me. And we got Plano, Texas from 19 Yonk, I guess. And then uh, MA, what is MA? Uh, so you got Maine, Minnesota, Michigan. Um, isn't that Maine? And uh, North Carolina. Hey, I was just in North Carolina, passing through, helping my brother, uh, who had an accident down in Florida on vacation. He fell and broke his hip pretty bad, and ended up getting um, had surgery from it. Had screws put in his hip, but they were on vacation with a fifth wheel, and his wife didn't really know how to handle that. And so I went flew down to help help him and his wife get the fifth wheel and my brother back to Pennsylvania. So it was a five-day journey, but we got him all settled in. And we got Richard from uh, uh, Indiana. Hey, you're just a stone's throw away. And then there's Tennessee, Tommy, and we have Mark from Wisconsin. I love that people come in from all over the world. So what we're going to be doing just to reiterate, for those who uh, have just jumped in, we are going to talk CNC business. And one of the things I find most of the time when it comes to those who try to get into business, don't really understand how to think when it comes to business, and so they struggle. And what I want to do, if you've seen some of the videos I've created, is to give guidance on how to develop a business. But really, when it comes down to business, not just CNC business, but any business, it all starts up in here. You have to be that business person and start to understand the mindset of business. Business is not is very different from being an employee, very different thinking. And so that's what I really try to help uh, help 
you understand the the mindset that you have to take on and um, the effort that you have to put in when especially when you get started so let's see we got um oh tammy sorry tammy <laughs> and uh that that comes that there you go i got my eyes bugging out on me so i'm not seeing things as good as i want hey we got a uh, harold and um all right pete okay so we're gonna bring kate on she's gonna introduce herself and then we're gonna start talking about uh some of the challenges so this is kate say hello kate hi how is everybody tonight so Kate is a CNC sister. She has herself a Onefinity journeyman, and she has been uh, spending the last year learning how to do this stuff and also has the entrepreneurial spirit in her, wants to make a go of it, and got, has a passion for it, right? That's the first thing that you have to have is just that passion that I'm going to achieve something, and it's going to be mine. I'm going to create it myself. And so she's got that fire under her tush. And uh, uh, <clears throat> Kate, why don't you uh, just give your little two-minute elevator uh, introduction of who you are and where you're at right now, and then let's kind of dive into to this, what we're going to be talking about tonight, which is zeroing in on what your market would be and how to find the right market for you and not just for you, but for the other creators who are watching this. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so my name is Kate Tucker. I have been running my CNC for about a year now. Uh, like Garrett said, I have a Onefinity Journeyman X50. I've been very happy with it. Um, when I first came into CNC, I had zero experience with a CNC. Honestly, I learned all of my, like 90% of the technique that I've learned is from Garrett's videos and YouTube. And over that period of time, I've gained a lot of knowledge about the CNC and graphic design and things like that. Um, I had a little bit of graphic design background experience in creating vectors um, for um, previous programs that I had used, but now I feel like I'm pretty advanced just in using Vectric. Um, that's the program I use mostly and I really like it. And along with that, I've also dabbled with epoxy. So I've done quite a few epoxy projects, clocks, signs. Um, I've started into some 3D carvings and yeah, there's a lot. So as you can see, I am in desperate need of a mentor and that's why I have Garrett in my corner to help me navigate this very tricky business entrepreneurial entrepreneurial way of life mm -hmm. okay all right cool so so you you you've started a craft business before that and then now you're getting into business the cnc and you've made some projects and you made lots of projects in lots of different yes. spaces and i found yourself starting to lose some hair over it all right and <laughs> yeah. so so, so so just before we popped on, you, you said that you had a question that you wanted to ask, and I, I thought it was a really good question. So why don't you bring that question up? Because this is really about finding where you're going and, and how to get there. So, so what's, what's your question that you had written down? Uh, so my question is, so I have taken the time to build a website. I have built an Etsy store. I have taken the time to build up my social media. I have um, YouTube, like actual YouTube videos that take an enormous amount of time. I've started posting on YouTube shorts. I have Pinterest, um, TikTok, 
oh my gosh, Instagram, Facebook business. I have them all and hundreds of hours of work and I'm still struggling to find that right niche of where I need to be so I can have more consistent sales. Okay. Because I'm I'm not I'm not getting what I want right now, even though I'm putting in all of this work. All right. Okay. So so it's a really good question. Um, so in the social media space, I, I always recommend people to get in the social media space once they understand their their where they're going to go when they're CNC business. Right. And what social media platforms you're going to specialize on. Right. So the first thing you just said is uh, you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different things that you are putting energy towards right yes. and that's the first red flag that i got was because what's that what that's telling me and correct me if i'm wrong is you're trying lots of different platforms right you're just throwing mud at the wall at each one and hoping that something bites and and you feel like maybe none yeah. of them are biting right <laughs> so right that's exactly so, how i feel right so the first thing is is to back up and and think about what you truly want to do in your business that you think is going to light your fire, right? At the beginning, it's not always easy to figure that out, right? It, it's just, you know, we, we get into it and we don't know exactly what we want to go after. Um, and so we do a lot of let's make this, let's make that, let's make this. One of the things I say is always get yourself out in the space where the closer people see you, right? Your personal Facebook and get that out there. However, if you're going into business, yes. your Facebook should no longer be personal, even your personal Facebook, right? When it comes to the first thing to understand is social media has two sides, right? It has the, 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 Hey, the, look what I made kind of side, you know, look at my, 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 the, the dinner I'm eating tonight kind of stuff, right? That it, it's, here's my day. Here's, here's my, my special moment. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, YouTube, all that is built based on connecting the consumer to business, right? So you have to pull yourself over. If you really want to drive a business and get a successful business, one of the hardest things that you have to do that I had to do was let go of my personal identity that I was putting out there, right? In, in social media. Okay. I, does that make sense? In other words, yes. everything in my social media identifies me as Garrett with IDC Woodcraft now. I went through my entire Facebook history and I dumped a whole bunch of stuff, right? So that's, that's just yeah. one of the things is to look at your social media as a business platform, right? Rather than okay. um, think about think about it as business. The reason you're struggling on this is because you're not seeing it for its business aspect. Okay, that's what I'm grabbing okay. out of this. Yeah, I see that. I'm going to stop the podcast for just a moment and talk to you about this whole thing about understanding that Facebook and YouTube and Google and Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, there are two sides of those. There's the consumer side. That's the side that we usually go to to tell everybody about our day and, and look for likes 
and there's the other side, which is the business side, and that's what these platforms are built for. And today we are in a social media society. Whether you like it or not, that's where we're at, and that's the best way to generate sales for your business. The idea is just finding the right platform that's gonna be most effective for you. But I want you to understand that these platforms are for businesses to reach the consumer. So Facebook and Google and YouTube create a free access for you to come to, to gain the knowledge or share and community, however the specific platform is built. They give that to you for free, but businesses use it to generate business. And those services, YouTube, Google, and what have you, make money from the businesses and the advertisements that the businesses put out. So I want you to think about that in your business to start thinking about using these platforms for business purposes. That's how most businesses work these days. This is how you can grow your business quickly. You just have to learn how to use them. All right, we're going to get back to the podcast with Kate. IDCwoodcraft.com. So if you don't mind, can I ask a quick question in regards to that? Yeah. So I have obviously my personal Facebook and I have my business Facebook and I'm posting on my regular Facebook profile um, like, you know, family and stuff like that. And then my business, I post on it, but then I share it to my personal. How do you okay. feel about that? Is that? But, no, that's that's okay. Still that's in that okay. realm of things? Yeah, so your Facebook is private, correct? Your personal Facebook? Right. Okay, right. so you keep it that way, that's okay. You have a business Facebook account and then work with that. But one of the things here is you're trying lots of different platforms. You have to back up and say, what market do you want to serve, right? Do you want to sell projects? Uh, you've got the, a certain uh, thing that I've told you about before that now now you, you've gained a lot of skill. <laughs> and, okay. uh, and there's two things you can do as a CNC creator. Is number one, you can make products, right, for other people, right? You make your flags, you make your, your things, whatever. I see a lot of people making them, whatever they make, and then they get out to the craft shows online and they sell them. The other part is education. When you build it, when you develop the skill, you've got something that other people are looking for, right? And okay. so, so that's something to kind of look at is where's your heart going to fill up at? Is it going to fill up at making cool projects and, and getting them out there? Or is it going to fill up at helping others, being able to help a lot more people? You know, that's a, that's a really tricky question for me to answer because my heart is always in giving back and helping people and teaching other entrepreneurs how to do what I do because I know exactly where I was and man, I was on YouTube, like furious trying to find all of the latest videos and trying to, you know, figure out how to do these projects. And it was so rare that I would find a really good YouTuber that knew exactly what they were doing and how to walk me through from the beginning all the way to the end. And that's why I kind of latched onto your videos because I was so invested because you really did help me from start to begin start to finish so i think education would be i guess the right answer 
giving back, helping people and helping them help others. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so the, the, there's a, there's a thing here, you know, we, we, because you like to make stuff too. I do. There's a bit of a, there's a bit of a trade-off, right? Okay. The, the first part of the trade-off is, is you don't get to make <laughs> nearly as much stuff because a lot more of your energy is put into, uh, uh, zeroing in challenge what was the challenge that other people are having that's the same one that i saw over and over and over again right and then you're a female and you're what 40 right right around there no right so, mm, less. so okay okay <laughs> uh, yeah, all right but i know i'm 38 i'm that's fine i'm 38 okay okay very, very so, proud to be 38 all right all right uh so so th there's if, if you really need to think hard about this and say this is the direction we're going to go because you have to intentionally let go of the of being a creator as much as of a creator as you've been well let me ask this is there a fine line between being a an a creator and being an educator can i there... still do both you can still do both. So there's another there's another aspect. Of, yes, you can still do both, right? It's just a matter of how you spend the time to do each thing. Because what you'll what you'll find is if you're teaching other people, and mm -hmm. they start engaging with you, you put out a couple of YouTube videos recently. By the way, Kate, uh, what I is have. your YouTube channel? Uh, just Rise and Shine Wood Signs. Okay. All right. So I will link that in the in the description of this video after it's done on YouTube um, and you've had some engagement there right and people have asked questions yes what kind of, yeah what kind of engagement so that kind of implies that there are people out there that are saying I'm looking for the same information <laughs> and hey wait you know something here right yeah so, so I had some people asking about um, so I did these really incredibly intricate little bitty letters um, I was commissioned to do a big sign for um, a client and she had her daughter who had won national championship gymnastics team and they were like, are those lasered or are those CNC? And I was like, no, those are CNC. I'm a CNC -er through and through. Um, but it was the 1 16th inch end mill and they were just like, man, that's incredible. I can't believe that little bitty bit did that. And how did it work? And how did, you know, I was just like, wow, I didn't think that, you know, this little dinky bit would create so much so many questions mm -hmm. okay <clears throat> um so. yeah yeah you'll you'll notice too if you've watched enough youtube right there's some people that just create videos that just show you them making this stuff they don't teach they don't dialogue and it's just like kind of cool to sit yes. there and watch them right it there's, is but at the same yeah. time you're like how did you do that that's so cool i want to learn and they don't they don't teach you mm -hmm. uh, when it comes back to business the whole idea of what you want to start doing right is you want to do something that you're passionate about at the same time you want to generate a decent income from it yeah of course right because if you're not wanting to generate income you're not in business right you're in a hobby <laughs> that's exactly what my dad says to me all the time if you're if you're just doing it and you're not making any money it's called a hobby right like thanks dad all right yep so so um 
so in business though you know one of the things when it comes to that is how do you monetize either side right if you're making projects then you know how to monetize you're making a physical product on the other right. side it's education it's more intellectual yes all right My... and, and it take, go ahead uh, take it takes more thought more awareness of what the market is asking Yes. There's a lot more people out there looking for know-how than there are people who are looking to buy projects. All right. Yeah, and if boy, you can share that's, it, that's a really, that like really just, ugh, just like really resonates with me. I can't like, I don't know why that hit me so hard, but it, it's so true because there are so many people making projects, but teaching and learning is like nine tenths of the battle, I feel like. Mm -hmm. so, the self-education market is is growing exponentially and it's going to become one of the biggest markets out there uh it's, okay. it's a multi-billion dollar market right now right I'm i believe it. that yeah yeah and so before we go on let's see if there's a um a couple of comments here questions or anything like that so uh for those watching uh you, you can always ask a question and and we'll yeah. pop in there here and there and then um never guess a woman's age <laughs> yeah uh let's see uh 19 yo said he's 40 and going bald uh bear claw providing the right content to the public on social media is valued yeah and we'll, we'll come back to that because what you want to do will dictate what platform you go on and then you let the other platforms go until you get really really good at that platform uh okay. let's see mark asked do you need a seller's permit to sell on etsy no no anybody can sell on etsy they've got a bit of a, uh, a thing you got to fill out but you can go on etsy as a sole proprietor which is basically just you um in that case what i do know it's sole proprietorship that you are liable and you know if, if you're in a business where it can uh, affect uh the safety of other people and you're a sole proprietor and and people come back to you they can take your house right that's why you want to have at least an llc but on etsy not really right it's it's you don't have to have you don't have to prove yourself for that but etsy does report to big enough that 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 the government has made them uh report people's income so you do have to give your social uh to yeah. them and what have you yep exactly. uh you, you you're you're a bit more into etsy than i am uh, so i mean i just have a few files on etsy but uh am i yeah. off target <laughs> No, no. So you can either choose your sole proprietorship, like you said, or they have um, an LLC. And if you do have an LLC set up, they have a place for your um, tax ID number for you to be able to put that in there. Then they have the whole process of verifying that you have to upload your documents to make sure that you're verified with, you know, the government and everything's on the up and up. Um, just because, you know, that's their job, too. They have to watch their backs as well as business owners. Um, so 19 is etsy the place to start enormous amount of competition uh do you want to take that or do you want me to take it uh i will share a little bit of my thoughts on that after you talk okay what your um, thoughts and feelings are your experience with etsy and how the success or non-success whatever 
Well, I would say I've had some success on Etsy, um, not a ton. I've had more success from Etsy, um, like kind of people have gone over to check out my website and I've had more success on my website. But I will say if you have a really unique product, you really have to be very on key and on target with your keywords and with your titles because they say if you're not in the first like few pages of Etsy, you may be like page 10,000. So photographs are key with Etsy, titles, keywords, descriptions, all of those things take a huge uh, factor on Etsy. Also, you have to remember that they also take a percentage. So if you are say you know you want to sell your let's just use a round number let's say you want to use thirty dollars for you know a set of coasters you have to make sure that you want to include free shipping because free shipping is really huge with etsy sellers that's like one of the things you want to do um so you want to make sure that that price is included plus any fees um that etsy is charging you when you make that sale so all of that has to be included in the price um, there are a lot of really good opportunities on Etsy, so don't discount that, but take the time to set up your banners, take the time to set up your profile pictures. If you're going to do an Etsy store, um, don't do it half-butted, do it like with your whole heart and like it would be your storefront. Because when you go to tell your friends about it or your family and then they go to look at it and they're like, this looks like very unprofessional. You know, that speaks about you. So you want to make sure that whatever you're re projecting onto your Etsy store is a reflection of what you are and what your business is. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, I will reiterate what Kate just said as far as images, keywords. And the other thing I will say is you want to zero in on something specific. I've seen way too many Etsy stores. They had a, a widget and a widget and a, and a, and a, and a, a they just have way too many things that are too spread out. One of the things in business is, is if, if, a, if you don't express clarity to your customer what you do, right, you're going to confuse the customer and the customer is going to walk away. Okay, people want clarity. When they have clarity, yes. they buy from you. So basically what I'm saying is, is your products need to center around a specific item, a niche. Like, and I always say American flags, right? American flags never, ever go out of style, right? And so you, true. Can, you can make those and, and make a, make your Etsy site American flag. Your images are key. All your images, look at what other people do and look at what they don't do in their images, right? What would make your images stand out, right? And then the keywords are, are key. Now, the other thing with Etsy is... Yes, you are in the storefront with all the competitors. So when your stuff comes up, so is all your competitors. It's an okay place to start. Uh, don't expect lightning fast success like any business. Business does not happen lightning fast. The get rich quick thing, uh, the idea is you, you can't have that. You have to work that out, right? If it, yes. So I'm going to do it there, and I'm going to do it really quickly. You have to understand how the online markets work, right? They work through SEO, and you have to think, always, always think from your customer's perspective, right? It's not, yes. the customer doesn't care about you. What you think is cool, let the market tell you what they want, right? So and this comes back to, to you, Kate, is 
um, if you want to teach, you can create stuff at the same time, right? It's, okay. It, it, the, the idea, yeah, it, right. Like you're, you're a woman, and we've talked, and you know, you're 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 dealing with kids and and a husband who's working all the time, and you're like, you know, I want my thing now, right? And you know that there are a lot <laughs> of women in your in your in your age bracket who are feeling the same way, right? So yeah, that that. That story is something that you share in your, you know, you kind of th weave it throughout your, your, your social media, your YouTube, whatever, because people are going to okay. relate to you, right? That's going to, they're going to say, oh, man, she's feeling just like I am, right? The more we become vulnerable, the, it kind of gives them permission to say, I, I'm allowed to feel like that. Yeah. All right. Instead of feeling guilty from not feeling like that. Um, and but if you want to teach. Right. Then then YouTube is the place to do it, because like you. Right. They are looking right. on YouTube to find a way to, to the people. There's a customer journey. Right. The customer journey is they 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 have an awareness. Right. There's something right. to bother them. Right. And then they zero in on, on something that's discovery mode. Right. So zero in the CNC routers. Right. And then you go into the research mode. Right. I, I want to do this. Now you start researching <laughs> yes. it and and then you dive in and then you go into the learning mode. Right. It, it's the, that's the, 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 the chopped off version of it. But yeah. And so the idea is if you're going to teach people, teach them, understand this journey and you want to nail them at the very beginning of the journey. You want to catch okay. them there. Because if you can catch them there and understand that journey and over time create YouTube content that takes them through that journey, you will have them as, you know, in, in your in your market base, if you will. All right. Okay. And the idea is then how do you monetize behind that, right? As a business owner. Yes. That is going to be, I guess that's my main question. So, okay. So let's take you for instance. When... I started watching your videos you like we would watch the simple projects I think it was like two intertwined hearts and you showed the vectors and you said okay here's this file that you can go and buy I was like okay well that's great I will go and buy the file so now I know how to do it or mm -hmm. I would follow along with you and try to make the file as well <clears throat> but being on YouTube obviously isn't going to pay just pay the bills unless it does right. i don't know because i don't have enough followers yet to really be or enough hours watched <clears throat> to have ads to create and generate revenue from that so mm. aside from youtube and education how do you feel about <clears throat> me creating excuse me <clears throat> I have a something in my throat how do you feel about creating like car files for from Vectric. Like you if can I were do that. to do that and, and educate and then try to sell the file, like here's yeah. the project, here's how we get there, and then here's the file. Because I feel like there's gotta be more to just having a YouTube channel and putting all this time and work because as you know, having a YouTube channel is very time consuming. All right. So there's there's four different things that you can uh, make money on, and I'll uh, uh, through that. 
and I'll walk you through the greater, you know, from the smallest to biggest. The first is getting enough followers uh, on YouTube, enough subscribers. Uh, and YouTube, in order to monetize YouTube, and what that means is enabled to be allowed to put ads on YouTube, allow the ads to come on your, your channel, is, okay. is you have to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of view time in a year. If you're good, you can do it, right? And right. and what I mean by good is solving the problems that people are are looking to have solved. And if you can solve the problem from their perspective, rather than like many YouTubers, like you said, you search around. Some people are talking way up here, right? And they're skipping right. stuff, and they're not because they're not thinking about who they're talking to, All right? And so 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 you have to really right. think of this is why we do avatar work, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, so that's the first level. The next level is affiliate, right? So if you are, you're, you're, you're showing all the stuff, you're showing how to do epoxy pours and you're, you're talking about the machine and, and router bits and, and then you say, you know, uh, links for everything will be down below that I've talked about in this video <clears throat> in the description and you have affiliate links right. for all those. Okay. So, it's easy yeah. for someone to scroll down in there and say, okay, this is, you showed me how to use something. I want to use what you just showed me. There's a link. I go click it and I go buy it. Right. And then that gives right. you a little bit of commission off that sale. So you want to run around and yep, you want to run around, get affiliate links from everywhere that you can. Every product that you use, if they have it, you want to sign up for it. It becomes a bit of a pain. <laughs> to keep, to keep a good Excel spreadsheet. I'll keep track of it. Yep, you have to excel yourself to death for sure. <laughs> um, Very good. Depending on what what price line of equipment, like if you're doing Amazon, right? You absolutely get an affiliate yeah. uh, thing from Amazon, right? But you only get like yeah, 3%, two to three percent. Yeah, I did. Uh, I think it's called Amazon Associates. Yes. Amazon Associate, something like that. Just, yep, it's Amazon Associate. Okay. Awesome. And and yep, and you'll, I mean, I get two hundred bucks a month off of that. Right. People okay. buy the calipers I that I recommend or something like that. These little Dremel brushes that, that that are so cool. But 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 it's up. It's kind of cool to watch it grow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, yep. as you grow, that's going to grow too. All right. The the next thing you can do is you know, do classes right you can do online one-on-ones stuff like that right and you charge for your time you've got a skill that people want and you you, you set your price according to your skill and your your value right and then finally is uh, coming up with your own products okay right? and the, the way i determined uh idc you know router bits was because that was a that was a problem i had i was very aware of the problems i was having as i was getting into this even though I have years yeah. of CNC machining experience, that was in the metal industry, or in the wood industry, so it was, it was like learning a whole new beast, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and uh, and also paying attention to what the, the common themes that were going on in Facebook, right? And so I identified yeah. four common four common problems, and router bits was one of them. So the yes. idea, the best business you can get into is is to is to get into products you can do okay. drop shipping if you want to and you'll still get decent commissions off of that but see i think that's where a lot of uh, my issues come uh, from 
What's that? I said, sorry, I think you cut out and I'd like popped in and didn't realize you were done. Oh. Um, so I think that that's where a lot of my struggle comes with is, of course, I'm only one person like the rest of us entrepreneurs. We're only one person. And you're trying to get all these products out the door, which is great. You know, it's great for business, but it is as far as making like a next level business and not just being, you know, one level entrepreneur, you want to be keep moving up. I feel like the most successful entrepreneurs that I've ever met are, they have like 10 different streams of income. Like they're, like you said, they're an affiliate link. They're a YouTuber. They sell, you know, supplies online or they sell vector files, not vector files, but they sell files of some kind and they have all of these different mm -hmm. things that are coming in. And yep. that's what I've noticed. It's not just like they make charcuterie boards and that's it. Like Yes. Yeah. Multiple streams of income. Uh, and yes. I have that. I have I have sixteen streams of income. Holy smokes. I'm gonna stop the podcast again because this is one of the things to realize that if you're making just projects and you're selling individual projects, that's a single stream of income. And your job to build up your business, if you want to build it up, is to try to generate multiple streams of income if you can. Now, that's something that very successful people do, but it's not necessary to run just a home shop CNC business. On the same token, if you're running a CNC business, you want to simplify your business by trying trying to make sure that you are creating projects that you can almost cookie cut and then you can add personalization on top of some designs that you already have built that makes life a lot easier because then you can build a system into your cnc business rather than doing one of this and one of that and one of this and one of the other where that takes a tremendous amount of time and sucks revenue potential from you so at the end of the day as you're moving forward if you pay attention to your customer you can create multiple streams of income now there's another thing i want you to think about when it comes to multiple streams of income and that's something they call upsells and cross sells now a cross sell say you are making a charcuterie board and you have extra material laying around you create some coasters and if they buy the charcuterie board, now they have opportunity to buy the coasters with it. That's a cross-sell or it can be an upsell. When they're just about to check out for your, for your charcuterie board, you can upsell to the coasters or a wine rack or uh, a cheese board or something like that. So that's just another way of looking at it where you're not necessarily generating multiple streams of income, but what you are doing is giving yourself a very standard thing to do in business, which is to create ways to generate more revenue and find ways to do it where it's relatively easy using scrap wood and just creating things that will augment your main products that you're making in your niche. If you're making charcuterie boards, you don't want to go and make a, a, a little flag out of your scraps or something like that because they, they're not in alignment with each other. And this is what I mean by getting into a niche. All right, let's get back to the podcast. IDCwoodcraft.com All right, so 
Uh, crap. But it, but it, but it takes time to to build that up, right? You, but you work on on the one. So affiliate, yeah, can be you know it, those are ones the the epoxy you're working with, right? See if they've got an affiliate uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't see it on the website, give it on the phone with them. Right. That's very so fair. Most of the companies I buy from are usually other other entrepreneurs that are doing the same thing I am, mm-hmm. trying to grow their business. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like we've got a couple more people. Yeah, AE Timber and Pine. Okay, well, they still sell physical products. And that's his main focus. I've noticed that the custom files you make are what sell. And those sales, um, I'm sure, are sure. from YouTube projects. Yeah, so so digital files is one is definitely a way to go. You mentioned that, and, and with this particular statement, right? It's... So people are always, we like it easy, right? We like convenience. That's why there's convenience stores. So if we can find a file yeah. that somebody's created us that, that, that we think is cool, right? Then, then by all means, right. create the file and get it out. If you make it, if you make a file, by all means, get it out on that, on Etsy. It's yeah. so easy to manage well, on Etsy. It's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was just thinking about. So I made this really cool, um, for any of you watching, um, over on my Instagram page, I made this 3D carve, which was really awesome for me. It literally was the second carve I've ever done 3D. And I had a ton of people hit me up. They're like, hey, can I get that file? Can I get that file? Um, and I was like, wow, I really didn't feel like there was such a need for it. But I think that that would be really beneficial to me because I am a very type A analytical type personality. So I have to have everything just perfect. And I think I was telling you this um, in a conversation we had previously is when I get on Etsy and I know there's a ton of great creators on Etsy. um, But when I buy these files or just like SVGs or uh, DXFs, like when you try to put them in the Vectric software for the DXFs for our actual machines to carve, it's like there's way too many nodes or, you know, the vectors are cut or there's like, you know, a big glitch or something. And when I create my own files, which I create a lot of my own files, um, I am very type A about how everything is laid out. And then I have all the tool paths labeled and I have every tool and what it runs and you know, all the specs. So I feel like for a lot of new CNCers, that could be beneficial to have, mm-hmm. you know, DXF and or carve files out there that have everything downloaded. So you can just plug it and play and make sure your feeds and speeds are good. Right. So, so I'll, I'll share with you what I've done when it comes to files, right? It's, it's not to, you can sell the files, get them up front. Uh, what I do is, so I've created a video that, 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 what just one of the videos is walks people through how to make their own clamps on their CNC router, right? And yes. then I, and then I put the, I gave them the file. I converted it to SVG, XF, PDF, and and then I write up instructions that tell them how to set it up, and and I also give them the G code, right? And yes, and and the, and the vector and the vector file, right? Okay. I've created a video that literally walks them through it step by step. They can do it, but. I also tell them in the video, if you want this file, you can go to Etsy and go get it, all right? And so nice, right? And and it's all set up for you, and and so people like convenience, and so they go and buy it, right? And at the same time, 
and yep, in my, I give them a set of instructions that tells them how to set it up. And then it takes these bits. And what do I do? I link those bits back to the IDC Woodcraft website. Perfect. That makes, right. that so, makes total sense. So, yeah, right. that right. makes total and, sense. And, and it's same, so, they're, so they're getting the education, right? They've decided to buy the file. And then now, now they've got a file that all they have to do is plug and play. And all they need is these certain bits and they're set to go. Right, so so yeah. that's that's creating two streams of income, and it's also giving value to other people at the same time because they're learning at the same time. Yeah. All right. So let's take a look. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Ottawa, Canada. Hello. Carol. Yeah. And then Tim, thirty-four thousand feet. Oh, he's he's flying right now over Arizona. <laughs> Hi. Gotta, gotta love having Wi-Fi up in the air. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw my son popped on here earlier and said hi. So hi, buddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you have the uh, um, have to ease into having help. Too much help will take all your money. Right. This guy's a guy come in, a stain in his hand. There are jobs that comfortable handling someone else to do. Okay. So this is this is talking about bringing in other people. So for the first year year and a half i did everything idc myself right until uh at the beginning of the year i i just i hit a glass ceiling that it was, I was so overwhelmed with emails and other stuff that it was getting really really hard to make time to do what i'd love to do which was create content to teach you you know and i think that's creator. where i'm finding yeah i'm i'm in the same same place Okay, so so the first thing is, but you're not getting the revenue in order to get the the, the help to replace. Right. right? So yeah. that's that's where you got to pull back and and say what market do you really want to hit, and and if you, so, part of this is if this is what I want to go after, and this is this okay. is going to take this amount of time in my day, we'll just say, and that that means if this stuff is going to take this much time and they're crossing over. You're, that you're going to be pulling your hair out then you have to be willing to sacrifice the one and say this is where i'm going to go i'm going to stick with it i'm not going to let it go right you can't quit you can't no. do the shiny object syndrome the shiny object syndrome is shit this isn't working so now i got it now i'm going to try this after you know a few months yeah year this is i hate that i hate here. that i feel like we're all like that sometimes are we are we we want it to work this is why the the business mindset is is uh Nothing happens fast, but it happens with no. persistence, right? That's why I said, listen to the book, yeah. Think and Grow Rich, right? You got to have I faith in book. yourself. Yep. You got to be persistent. Right? You have to have the desire. You got, you clearly got the desire. You got the persistence. I do. <laughs> it's the, the purpose, right, is the clarity. So that the clarity is, do I want to help people? Or am I going to do that? And you, then you have to start working on learning how to help people and give it give them the help where they're looking you go to where the market's at for what you want to do so right. let me make a quick comment on that so even when so i'm not obviously a woman that can't hide that uh <laughs> being in the cnc world which is predominantly men i mean there are some cnc women but if so I did a search the other day on YouTube and I said, women that CNC, I think there were like two other women and one of them was like half naked, like 
wearing some i mean she's really good oh like, she yeah knows that her one. stuff that but one, i was like yeah. what what is what is happening right now like i don't even know what this is <laughs> and then there were like two other women so i know we talked a little bit about getting into talking about the avatar but so let's say i'm creating designs i'm teaching projects and i'm building my youtube channel at the same time and then minimizing all of my socials into what the one i want to work the most you you minimize the ones where people are going to hang out for what you're doing okay in my case yeah. it's youtube and facebook right so so, so i barely touch instagram uh barely touch tiktok even though people keep telling me to get on there but uh, yeah, yeah. i've got forty-seven thousand subscribers on youtube I've got 30,000 people lot. in the Facebook group. That's a lot of right? people. Uh, ID, yeah, ID, and, but it takes time. That's the patience, right? You just got to yeah. keep doing it. You got to create the, create the environment that they want to be at. And then you yeah. have to create the environment that they know that you're tied into, right? Just, you got to, you got to bring them in and say, that's Kate. I like Kate. She's doing it. That maybe I can do it too. Yeah. So I guess I need a little clarity. So, yes, I'm a mom. Yes, I'm working. Yes, I'm in the woodworking industry. But what would be my avatar since I'm in a mostly male predominant industry? Oh, my God. You didn't just say that, did you? You just said you did the search, right? Number one. I did. There's, there's, there's very few female channels out there. Number two, you know how no many feel. women feel the way you feel? Lots. Yes. <laughs> but they're not seeing seeing. That's what I guess I'm like. You've got a, you know what a blue ocean is, don't you? A, a blue, I guess a blue ocean? A blue ocean. So there's a red ocean and a blue ocean. You should, okay. you, your, next book, your next book needs to be blue ocean. Okay. okay, the blue, the red ocean is where where all the blue ocean book uh, talks about big business, but it's the concept I want you to think about in it. The uh, red ocean okay. is where everybody's at. Etsy's a red ocean, right? Everybody okay. and their brother are putting stuff on Etsy. The blue ocean is just two, three good female YouTubers out there teaching. That means okay. all you need to do is look at them and say, what aren't they doing? What you thumb through the comments in the channel and say, you know, what are the people asking? All right, are they creating those videos? Are they really paying attention to the customer? Are they telling the story? Facts tell, stories sell, right? So that's why stories, your story, you're, hmm. you're being a mom, you're, like you're, yeah, you know, um, your, your story, story yeah, absolutely. I, I tell the stories of I tell my stories all the time, right? It's tell about the, the 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 fire run we had, you know, when I was a firefighter, right? And we, we yeah. lost a four-year-old girl in that fire, right? I oh, lost a grandson, a and, and, you know, it's yeah. Um, my wife died, my bad. You know, just, they that sent me on a journey, right? I wanted to, I put a gun to my head. I share all that stuff, right? Oh, because gosh. everybody goes in the spaces most people do at some point in their life right if we get vulnerable yeah. and open it gives them permission to be or at least vicariously they can be vulnerable through us that's very true i really yeah. hadn't thought about it that way 
Yeah, let's check, see what else we got here. Um, uh, we were talking about the one where you, you get help. Yeah, so so you're not in a place to get help. So that means you got to pull back and zero. And, and this oh, is where yes. you have to kind of pivot, right? You, you pivot into that zone where you, you really want to help somebody or yes. you know, where, where, where your heart's going to be, whether it's making projects or it's creating content. Mm -hmm. uh, to, to, I did to I did hire a um, a high school girl her name's Amaya she's fantastic she's an artist um, to come in and do some artwork for me some painting of the signs that are just so time consuming I just don't have time to do it anymore and she loves it because she's well she's in high school she's 14 um, and she she can't get a job because she's too young so she's gonna work for me over the summer doing like here, stand this. Here, stain this board. You know, mm -hmm. paint this sign. And she's happy as a clam to do it. So, don't short sell the the high school crowd because they're great workers for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Cheap, cheap labor. Yep. No, I don't want to say that. But they're most most of the high schoolers that I've that are friends with my daughter are really they're good hard workers and they mm -hmm. they honestly want to learn how to make money and. I feel like as a woman, I feel a little bit responsible to show them other, you know, other young girls that, hey, you can own a business. It doesn't matter if it's in a male predominantly driven world. You can still do it and you can still make money and make cool things and still be a mom and still be a wife. Mm -hmm. It may be predominantly male, but you're the one that's going to give it permission to be female if that's the road you want to go down. Yeah, right? and you create a Facebook group. I mean, you this. I've talked to you enough, you know, saying this is this is your strength, the strong point, and women who CNC, right? That's the, that. Um, but yeah. the, of course, that's got to be in your heart, right? Whether you want to make yeah. or you want to teach, I can tell you that the money will come from the education. You'll get a lot more that way from making projects. I would agree and, with that. Um, yeah. Let's see what uh, Harold Snyder said. He watched my videos, and I'm trying to pick up his business name. Okay. What does IDC stand for? Well, IDC stands for I don't care. Well, duh. I mean, <laughs> no. IDC stands for uh, <laughs> Imagine, Design, Create. I love that. Yeah. I never put that together. That was on your old logo, wasn't it? Yeah. It was underneath it. Yeah, a lot of people because because when you text the uh, people people text I don't care they type IDC so every once in a while people say that does your business <laughs> mean I don't care? <laughs> but no. it's, it's a it's a good way to get people to remember it. I don't care woodcraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I have had some people, <laughs> mostly men will send me a private message and they're like rise and shine wood signs catchy i'm like that is not <laughs> what that means okay that's yeah. not what that means there's yeah nothing, well you know what so connected. right so so the funny thing about that is remember that that is their mindset yeah that's how they, they see that in the world right yeah it's kind yes. of funny it's like um it is funny when when i'll sometimes when i put Facebook posts out and I promote on Facebook. I actually have paid ads yeah. going out. Uh, you know, like like the app, the I 
DC Woodcraft CNC router bit app that I just released. I got a paid ad. I'm spending $2,000 on that ad for the next two months, right? To get that app out there. And if whoever's watching this, if you you're looking for <laughs> having the feeds and speeds right at your fingertips, go to your, your Apple Play Store, your Google Play Store, and look up IDC Woodcraft, download the app. It is so helpful, and, so helpful. Yeah, and we're, we're continuing to work on it right now. We're working on getting different materials, different types of wood, sending the feeds and speeds for that. And then I'll get oh, into industri cool. industrial equipment. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Okay, so we've got another comment. A woman teaching women how to CNC would be cool. This is coming from uh, Wade. He knows a woman that bought a CNC and he finally convinced her to turn it on, and now she's making it. So this is so what Wade just said, right? Is yeah, right. So so you can be the one to help women not be so intimidated by this technology, right? The guys That's are the same way. Wade. Yeah. yeah, guys are the same way, but uh. The women are, are maybe more so. I don't know. Well, I think uh, so. We said something else. Uh, there we go. Well, she did. She was on her way. She already owned a laser and was making money with it. And seeing uh, CNC see. was a new mindset. And uh, so that was that was it. So CNC is a new mindset. So it's it's, it's like me. I got to learn laser now. Right. I, I know. No I have no clue how to work the CNC laser. <laughs> well, I just got my CNC laser. I got the was it 20 watt? I think yeah. I think I got the 20 watt laser that attaches to the CNC. Um, I have the seven watt. I have the seven watt, which is nice. But this 20 watt is supposed to be able to cut through wood. It's supposed to be really cool. Um, I got it around Christmas time, and I haven't even plugged the dang thing in because I'm mm. like, I don't know. I just just not a laser girl. I'm a CNC girl. Can't help it. Yeah. It's in my, it's like right. in my blood. Right. I've uh, got what I today. I was counting my machines. I got one, two, three CNC routers and two CO2 lasers. Goodness. And neither of the lasers are getting touched right now. All right. And so you're one person. I'm one person, right? This is why I've had a. But you know, I'm, I'm at a point where I had to bring bring people on. So I've yeah. Got, I got a developer now because I we have to move forward, right? What what's the right. what's what? No one has a CNC router bit app. No one has that for this market. So I said, okay, let's we'll do it. No one has no a decent way. router bit set other than you that I found. That, that's like, why I put that like a full together. set. Right? Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's so why smart. I put that together. Um, Oh, by the app, I will link that at the description of this video as well. All right, so yeah, really cool. um, so Wade just kind of gave you some confirmation, right? That that there's another one. There's a woman out there. Uh, mm -hmm. There's one I've been talking to in Australia, right? She got into CNC and and was following so my cool. channel. Yeah, it, this is the other thing. So they're out there. They're just hiding. Yeah. yeah. No, this is the other thing. This is why teaching what you know. It's so much, much more monetizable is because making projects and selling them is great. And it's very relaxing, a lot of fun, and it's okay. If you yeah. want to build a business that can drive into a million-dollar business and, and beyond, then you got to think social, social capital. And social capital, does that make sense? Do you want to say social capital? 
the more subscribers you have, yeah. the more capital you have. Capital, yeah. yeah. Capital potential. That's okay. true. And you have access to the entire planet. Where if you're just creating stuff, yes. you only have access to wherever you're marketing your, your wares to. I'm going to pause again because I really want to just mention this to you that you're creating stuff. And there are people out there who were in the shoes that you've been in who are looking for skills to create things just like you are. And so you can take the time to simply make videos that will reach many, many people at the same time while you're making your projects, even if you are just going to make stuff, right? You can make simple videos where you don't have to take a ton of time to edit them. You just talk or show people a little bit and you never know what you can, you know, how you're going to help somebody. One of the things I have realized in my life that if I've got a skill and a knowledge that other people are looking for and I am not sharing it, I am being... Um, the, I guess the word is I am being irresponsible to the rest of the world and giving back. And even if it's just something simple, just sh think about sharing it on social media. And you never know. You might just hit on some pay dirt that you didn't even realize that you have a talent for in helping other people. Let's get back to the podcast. IDCwoodcraft.com Yeah. Hmm. So, so and this, this this is something to share with everybody who's watching, right? If, if, if right, you can you can make stuff and that's perfectly fine. If you are perfectly happy, but if you really not, but if you want to build a, a business that's going to generate a lot of revenue and help a lot of people, soon, if you have a giving heart to help other people, teaching yeah. them what you know, then the thing is to get your knowledge out there into social media right and, okay and the, i want to unpack this just a little bit like just okay. a little bit so when i'm creating things am i creating things like you do when you're teaching and you're creating projects like on screen like screen recording teaching or am I teaching like actually using my CNC doing the project with them? Like where? You can do either and or both. Either and okay. or both, right? The thing is, is giving them the, 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 the flow where it makes sense to them. This is why you have to understand your the avatar. And so for right. who's watching what, what an avatar is, it's, it's what we call your ideal customer. It's not uh, 55 to 65. It's Frank, who's 62 years old. Frank is getting ready to retire. In your case, it's you know, it's it's maybe uh, or it's uh, Andy in our comments. Right, or it's Andy. <laughs> uh, yeah. For you, it could be burned out Brenda, right, uh, or whatever, who is who's yeah. 38 and has three kids. She's got a husband who travels all the time. She's been tired of being the mom uh, at home mom taking care of everybody and, and, and you know uh, changing you know washing everybody's dirty underwear blah 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 right and and, and she just she just has that hankering in her heart to go after something right so what you're doing is you're defining a specific person with a specific personality with yes. specific desires something going on in their lifestyle and the reason we 
do this avatar work. It is so important to understand that we're talking about an individual. It's because okay. you, when you're doing that, you can get inside that person's mind. Yes. Right. If you're thinking of a group, yes. you can't get into everybody's mind. No, and that's like where my brain is because I, you know, I have no problem saying it. I've always been a people pleaser. I don't know why, but I have been. And now that I'm like starting to age, I'm drifting away from that a little bit. But I've always struggled with trying to please the masses. And like, what is this project going to be that it's going to be so great? And now I'm just focused on like, I'm just going to do what I think will will work and yep. quit worrying about what everybody else thinks. Let me show you something about pleasing the masses, right? <clears throat> That's um, that holds you back one from being you, right? Because yeah, we can't please everybody. And the other thing, it's the same thing in business. What we say, if you're trying to sell to everyone, you're trying to please everyone, you're selling to no one, right? That's why we have to niche down. We have to have yes. a specific market. Let's take a look at, we're actually at the top of the hour. Let's take a look at some of these other comments here. I'm going to go right. back to David. Um, you said you're thinking about the Phantom Series TLR with the lead. This is worth starting with so so what i will say is and i've learned this i've, I've bought a wood frame cnc router a benchtop cnc router now i get the phantom number one is you know i mean if you get the space and the ability and the desire to say i'm going to take this i'm going to buy this machine i'm going to make it take off right mm -hmm. then by all means buy your last machine first Right. And that's it, it, kind of uh, that's throwing the cart before the horse and you are going for it. You did that. Right. You bought your last. I machine did that. You just went for it. I did. How about the yep. biggest one they had? OK, because yeah, I love it. The other the, the problem with that is now I've got three CNC routers and I can only run one at a time. Right. But but I'm I spend all my time teaching. I'm not I don't create a lot of products because I teach. Yeah. Right? I, I've had to sit back and look and say, I'm not a producer. I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I'm a mentor. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, that's who I am. That's what fulfills me. So I don't need to make a bunch of stuff. I just need to pass on the knowledge so other people can make right. a bunch of stuff. Give them right. what they want, which ultimately, this is your avatar work. Why we're going into okay. it is why that, what is the avatar's pain? What is that person's pain? When okay. it comes to re when it comes to John, who's 62, his pain is he's losing his purpose. Right, his purpose was out in the world. Right. He was recognized Sorry. by everybody, interacted with the world. Now he's leaving the workforce in the retirement. It's like, geez, where do I belong now? I'm losing my social circle. It's scary. It is. Right? It, well, I know exactly how that is because I was a working mom for a long time. And I was telling my girlfriend that the other day we had breakfast and. I said, I miss like my social circle of people. It's hard to just be like at home with the kids mm -hmm. all yeah. the time. That's the other side <laughs> of entrepreneur. You will learn if you haven't learned already. It's it's lonely. It's lonely. That's why you it got is. to find the people that there's, there's fewer entrepreneurs, right? A lot fewer. It's basically three out of every hundred people are entrepreneurs, right? And that's the group that you got to find. And naturally, you will drift away from people who are not, and you will drift towards those yeah. who are, right? If that's what you really have in your heart. Um, yeah. Not a Facebook user, something else that would be nice, a database program where you can do keyword searches of all your files. Oh, yeah. 
Good idea. There's um like a section like on the Facebook groups. There's actually like a files like tab, and you can link all of your files directly underneath that. Okay. Yeah. I don't one know of if the he's things on... specifically on uh, Facebook, or if he's talking maybe like on your. He's probably talking about on your app. It could be. Uh, yeah, so probably. those who use the app, there's a feedback button in the app. So any suggestions you have, please leave them in there because that's where we're getting the data from. We're not pulling it uh, anywhere else, you know, with my developer. So, okay. Uh, the app is great. I uh, love how you can select those, uh, what the speed dial is. Yeah. See, this is listening to the market, right? Took the data. They were saying, that, you know, it's giving RPMs, but they were asking, how do I know what the RPMs are on the, on the speed dial on the, on the trim router sort of thing? So told my yeah. developer, Let, let's add it in there. And so he did. Right. Yep. So, okay. Well, you have uh, that in your feeds and speeds on your actual like chart. It does tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Wade said you could do both. Yeah, both, which is projects like, and teach. Yeah. Yeah, you can do projects at the same time. The thing with teaching is it takes a lot more thought up front. Yes. Because for me, it's I'll create a video. And then I'm going back to the video. What did I miss? Right. I'm always coming from their perspective. Okay. Yes. There's a disconnect in this part of the video. I got to fill that in. Yeah. Right. I have to. I figured that out when I made that like start to end on the flag video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that video. Well, you know, it took me like I don't know five or six days to put together just because I was like, crap, I forgot like this little segment of video that talked about like this bit and this bit and the Z and the ugh, all the things. As, as much of a pain in the ass that is, it pays off because if you leave a gap in, in the content, they're going to be left with that gap. And from there on out, they're going to be confused because something's missing. Right? Yeah, and they're going to see somebody viewers. else. Yep. All right. Um, Wait, Kate, you're already making a connection with people hanging in there with carrying uh, <laughs> us, right? Make some content. Trust it. You can't fail if you don't try, right? Don't avoid failure. Yeah. Boy, brother, that's a whew, that's a statement. I fail a lot. I fail failure. A lot. I got a whole but, scrap pile. Little Kate's pile yep. of shame. Yep. Failure yeah. is a good thing. Yes, it is. Helps you grow. People, people don't like failure. They think, you know, we, but if, if you look at it, failure as a lesson, you know, say, what can I learn from this? Right. And it's also overwhelm. Overwhelm is a good thing too. If you're learning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a, so in constant state of learning. That's for sure. Okay. I'm just going to bug through these, uh, need eighth inch shank for the bits. Um, assuming you're talking about the app uh, we're working on all that again suggestions for the app they need to be uh, feed, left in the feedback in the app listen to our viewers not all negative comments are negative no i so wholeheartedly agree with that right right yeah if if we look at it from a perspective everything is a lesson right then then uh on YouTube comments, people are leaving me suggestions and ideas. I I listen to it. They, they, yeah, yeah, I do too. But, but what I don't do is I don't steer off of who I am. 
you know, if, if, if they yes. suggest things that, that uh, like audio, like people always comment, Hey, your audio's off. And I'm like, Oh, I've been yeah, trying so to just, figure, figure stuff out like that. But you know, and then people leave helpful suggestions, which is so nice because you know, it's, it's nice. It's refreshing to, you know, have somebody else chime in and say, Hey, try this instead of that. And it's like, Oh, okay. That's cool. All right. Um, let's see. Okay. So Harold, if, if I send my business proposed name, will you give me some feedback? Um, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you feedback. One of the things I want to say about naming your business, um, it's good to think about what the customer is going to interpret in that name before you actually come up with the name. Now, there's two things you can do. You can actually come up with a formal business name that, uh, that's an ABC company. doesn't mean anything to anybody. Right, mm -hmm. but your your name that you're that you're giving out to the world can be something else. But you have to remember that you 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 have a legal entity name that you have to report through. So ideally, it's as simple to say, yeah, what what how will the customers interpret what this name is? I see a lot of uh, CNC creators saying, you know, they call their business Johnny's Woodshop. Right, it's very general, generic. Um, doesn't yeah. necessarily uh, give new customers the idea of what they do. Right? Yeah. It, the, the, your standard customers, your word of mouth customers are going to know. But but if you want to grow the business, you want to get people in there, then, then think about think about yeah. how the customers can interpret your name. Um, got a bunch of hearts from Bear Bear Claw. Right. <laughs> And uh, Andy, uh, you got the app also. In fact, same company sells quality bits for no reason. Move from Mena. Uh, you see, well, that's cool. I don't mind. Uh, speaking of that, uh, we are we are getting ready to uh, we are getting ready to put together the tool database for CarbCo as well. If you go to my website, I all tool databases are now directly available on the site. I used to have a sign up page when I did updates. Um, but now it's directly available on the site up at the menu. It says downloads. Go to go there and you can download the latest database for Fusion 360, Vectric, got it for Carbide Create, and we're working on Carco. Won't do it for ESOL. I'm sorry, ESOL is a pain in the butt. So I would uh, agree. Vectric all the way. Yeah. Or Carco. Uh growing up sources. Careful you partner with, yes. Um, that's a little more advanced, but yeah, you don't want to partner with somebody without a, without a very clear agreement. Yeah, very clear contract. Still, okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a few of those too. Yeah, uh, about the file management program. Just talking about the case where you have. T Okay. Well, all my digital files are on Etsy. I don't. I don't have any digital files on my website. If, if that's what we're talking about. Um, let's. See, I'm looking for. I'm looking for the business comments because we're running a little bit past. So we'll go about five more minutes. Um, so no such thing as failure, right? Just to set back. Mm -hmm. 
um, it's actually a lesson. So any questions about business and uh, at the, well, well, give people the opportunity to ask questions here. Yeah, sure. Well, your, your task, Kate, at this point is to really sit down and think which direction you want to go in. Right now, if you decide to be a teacher, you don't necessarily know how you'll monetize it, but monetizing will come. You will you'll learn the okay. market. Things will start to jump out to you from the market. But by all means, as you're creating content, get affiliate links. Yeah, that's definitely definitely a to do on the list. Um, and if you don't see it, if you don't see it on a website, uh, become a, a program associate or affiliate, whatever, call the company up. I did that with um, with Shark. So Harold Mayberry, uh, oh, okay. I created a video. He, he had a shark. So he called him up and I said, you know, do you have an affiliate? I'm doing a video. This guy's using the machine. I'm gonna, I'll show your machine and you know, let people know that's there. Yeah, that's so what the affiliate. one the one sticky thing about Onefinity is they don't have an affiliate program. So that kind of right. stinks, but they're growing. They're getting bigger. You know, yeah. they're based they're based in Canada. So hopefully one day they will. But um right some companies don't it's like vector but you can also find companies yeah. like with vector i ask people to buy it through the long mill website if the, you know if i've helped them then i ask them oh. to use my affiliate link right because That's smart you can buy directly from vector or from the other companies. yeah companies, you can but I have an affiliate link with Vector with the long mill so i have that yeah. and then That's it gives smart. you a little credit okay um thank so, you so uh Do, do, do. I froze up for a minute, didn't I? There we go. All right. Harold said thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad you all are joining in with me too. Yeah. You're joining in with us to learn as long as I'm learning. Uh, so learning how to write HTML, HTML, and making a web page. You can still do local hard drive and link and pictures if you have that many files. Oh, um, so I come from a different school of thought. Hire people that are experts at HTML and let them do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> in, in business, this is That's another hard. thing in business. Yeah. As as a brand new business owner, you got to learn all the ropes. But eventually, you've got to uh, you've got to outsource. Otherwise, you can't get over a million dollar company. It, it's the, the what got you here will not get you to the next level. So wherever you're at now, the way you That's think will. That's why not, we're having will, these conversations. Yes, yes. So where you're at now, you're you're stuck. Is because you don't know how to get to the next level. You don't have the mindset yet. So that's why we're saying now you got to yeah. think. You got to think about your market. You got to think about what you want to do, and you have to give yourself permission to down tone down the other stuff and focus in on that, and then yeah, stay with. Yeah, it's like mute. Just stay over there. All right. Oh, all right. Let's see. Do affiliate links lead to free stuff? Affiliate links are links that you get commission on. So, if you buy a product that I've linked to Amazon. Uh, from the videos, then 
you buy that product, I get a little bit of commission off that sale, even though it still costs the same. The beauty behind that is, is while someone's there and they buy something else, you're getting commission off of that as well, right? Affiliate links are not, right. uh, do they lead the free stuff? Okay, so um, maybe I misinterpreted this question. Um, once you get your name out there enough, companies will start coming to you. Yeah, I think that's where that question is yeah. stemming Com from. Companies kind of like you did them. with like the Monport laser. Yeah, the uh, um, or the small one. CA glue, CA glue. Yeah, that would right. be a nice one because I use a lot of that stuff. All right. So oh, okay. Let's see. Percentage wise. Um, um, yeah. There's one that. Hang on. It says. Um, for me, it says, Kate, how do you balance your time between making videos and making products? Ooh, well, that's a kind of a loaded, loaded question there. Well, let's see. Making videos usually happens while I'm making projects. So I try to do the two simpatico. Um, and then a lot of times the project goes and blows up in my face, like as many of you know. Because um, usually if you're trying to use, shoot a YouTube video and make a project, there's always inevitably something that will blow up in your face. So like yesterday, I was, I had this really cool like red, white, and blue epoxy. I was making a clock and I was shooting some content on it. And when I was in Vectric and I was like, okay, we're going to rotate, you know, showing them how to rotate the handles around. So then that way you're not trying to place them exactly the exact same using that array tool. And I typed in 12 because I was making a clock and I went to go carve it out. And then I was filling in the like the clock um, pieces where I had grooved out and I realized, this is embarrassing. Don't shame me too badly. I, <laughs> I realized that I punched in the number 12 and I made 12 little arrays, but I already had one that I started with. That's what I made Ray Ray with. So I, now I have 13 little marks on my clock. Oh. You have so, a 13-hour clock. <laughs> yeah, I have a 13-hour clock. I'm like, oh, my right. God, this is terrible. Right. So, you know, I mean, shit happens. What are you going to do? Right. So what I'm going to, honestly, what so, I'm going to do is turn it over and, you know, okay. so, I don't know, so about, fix it. But to the question, how do you balance your time in making videos to making products? This that's is kind of part of the that's, that's part of this discussion, really is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because, it's uh... because you're you're trying to do both, but you didn't really have a rhyme or reason in the way you're creating your content, right? Is you just? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I'm, uh, you know, now that I'm sitting here actually like processing that in my brain, thinking about that, there is no rhyme or reason. I feel like I just try to pick a good project that I know other people would like and shoot the content. So I think I need to be really, I need to be more intentional with my time and what projects I want to try to shoot a video on. Because if I'm just like, oh, I'll just wing it and try to do it on this, then that's not going to work out because I wasn't being intentional. I didn't have a goal in mind. Yeah. So the, the idea is find out what the market likes to make or wants to know how to make and create mm -hmm. that and shoot a video on that. And 
And yeah. so you're killing two birds with one stone. The idea basically on this question is you can't really balance, you can't be product making and creating content at the same time with intensity on both ends. You just can't do it. There's not enough yeah. for one person to go around unless you hire people to help you. Yeah. And I have a little bit of a squirrel mentality sometimes. So I'm like, I'll work on this project and then I'll shoot some content on this. And I really am trying to be more intentional on how to focus and not just be off in the weeds. Right. Okay. Uh, 19 EOS was, was trying to figure out. So every company has its own percentage. I was just approached by a software company yesterday or the day before, and they have a 50% perpetual commission for one year. So it's a subscription software. And if I create a video on it and make sales, then I will have 50% of the sales of the subscription. Nice. That long mill, they pay me a percentage, but it's not nearly that much, right? CA glue probably pays me 7%, right? Uh, Amazon, 53%. They all go different, different percentages. Um, it's, it's, so the idea is to find the ones that, if you just think of, this is this is more thinking ahead. If you're yeah. if you're selling the epoxy, sell the one that you like, and make sure you have the affiliate commission, you know, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, the idea is is to get as much affiliate information as you can, as yeah. many affiliate links. Now you don't get rich on affiliate links unless you're really hammering out there, right? You right. You can't create one video and expect that that that's going to to generate a lot of revenue. Right, you you got to draw people to you, right? Um, and the way you do that is by being consistent inside of a window of something. So you're doing CNC, and then you epoxy pour, right? This is all part of the same trend. So you can teach about the epoxy right. stuff, right? Yes. It's all part of the same thing. Um, so we're still we've got a layover. Okay, this set aside one to three hours. Then we're gonna do this last one, then we'll knock. Uh, two more. What platform do you recommend to start with to sell products, Steve? Um, go ahead, Kate. Oh, uh, well, well, I will say have a website, number one. Yeah, not everybody can afford a website up front, though, um, especially when you're, you know, just starting to sell products. Mm -hmm. I would say start by getting your name out in your community, maybe start small, uh, maybe start with the farmer's market, um, something like that. I don't know where you live. Um, you know, maybe hit up some of the local businesses and see if you can get some of your products in their stores to be able to be featured. And then your name starts to get out there. Um, that's what I would, I would personally start with. And then if you want to start branching out to Etsy, um, you know, maybe when you get some more photos, it's just that little bit of experience just really starts to ramp you up because I see a lot of people that try to start out on Etsy and they've never sold anything before and they've never photographed products or they've never used, you know, backdrops or the right lighting and things like that. And it just kind of sets like it sets the wrong tone for your business. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I, I, will, I will say on your personal Facebook, just start getting pictures out of your yeah. personal Facebook. Because guaranteed, if you do enough and let enough people know that you're creating stuff on CNC, someone's going to jog somebody's thoughts to say, hey, can you make this? 
right? But the, the, the drawback is you get, yeah, it happens to all of us. The drawback is, is you get yeah. way too many different things coming at you, right? It, it, you yeah. can't niche, you can't niche and do a certain thing, but if you're just starting out and learning, then it's, it's okay to do it that way, just to get the experience on working your equipment and yeah. that sort of solid stuff. Um, well, I think it's really important too, because for a lot of you that are new and don't know me that well, um, or know me at all for that matter, I have only been CNCing for oh, about 14 months. And so like my friendship with Garrett when I first started was when I very first started, I had no idea what I was doing. So I've been caught in this weird spot. I guess you guys, you know, if you follow along with our journey, you get to see me grow into a business where I'm creating and educating and doing all the things, these things like, you know, goal creating these goals for my business but i'm right where you were steve you know i was starting out i was trying to figure out what products to sell and everybody was like can you make a name can you do this can you do this can you do this and i've gotten stuck in that like i don't want to make just like everything anymore i want to start niching down and i want to start making a profitable and successful business and as garrett said i don't want to just stay here making the same you know off one-off projects here and there i want to take it to the next level and that's why this mentoring and these conversations are so valuable okay. good right. i'm glad that yeah. helps uh, yeah absolutely um okay just set aside one to three hours throughout the week to make content i find scheduling and consistency is Keeks. Consistency is more important than anything else. And when it comes to the algorithms of Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Um, but if you're, you're making content, you can make a cheesy yeah. video and just get your stuff out there, <laughs> right? And you get better yeah. as you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm still ashamed of my first two videos, right? They're still out there public, <laughs> out in public, but oh, you know, yeah. You know, so I can look I. back on it and say, look where have I well, look where I've come to, right? So yes. Uh, but it's, it's never quitting, never giving up. So your task, Kate, is to really make a decision of where you want to go in your business, right? And do you want to become okay. an educator? Then that's where you got to steer to. And and then we make the decision on platforms and how to do it, right? You already know YouTube is where you need to go to teach. Yes. Facebook is where you need to go to create your group, women who see and see or whatever. The task. And your task, yeah, I for, can't remember who you are in the group, but... When I create that group, you need to send your friend to sign up for it or to join, not sign up. Right. Oh, let's see. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Wade. Yes, it was Wade that had the friend. So, Wade, you need to tell your friend to look for women who see and see. That's another thing. We have to figure out a good name. A good name That's for the it. group. Your group. You know, women who see what I, what I keep telling you is you're a woman. You're going to attract women who are who are kind of the same mindset as you, right? Coming yeah. from the same. Women who see and see is, is, is like the best name on the planet because it's so clear. <laughs> what It that, is very what, clear. Right. And that's going to attract them. Sounds like we have a winner. No. It's called copy. It's called copywriting. You know, copywriting is yes i do so right. tim um 
I will sign up if you allow men in that group. That's a good question. You know, so it's up. That's up to you to to think about it. Who's your avatar? Who's your avatar going to be? All right. If yeah. you're going to create an avatar, women who see and see, then you create the criteria. Okay, then it's definitely something right. to think about. Well, no, thank you, it's a, uh, Tim. I appreciate your candor to want to join it to to sign into the group. That's exciting! Right. Yay! Right, right. Okay, well, we've gone quite a ways over, so yes, we're we going to wrap up. And uh, for all those who have stuck through this, I hope that you have gotten something out of this. Kate, what did you gain from from this hour and a half? Oh my goodness, so much! Um, I know I have a new book to read. I've learned more about my affiliate links. I have learned um, that I need to up my game. I need to figure out what exactly I want to niche. What do I want to educate? How do I want to do that? And how to be a better entrepreneur. By getting That's a mentor. Right. I think that was my yeah. number one thing. Yeah, the idea is to get a skill. You have to get, you have to develop skills, but you need the guidance to get the skill, right? And so, right. yeah. But the the first thing is now, where are you going to go? What is is that you're going to do? Right. Find find my avatar and work on my niche. Right. And last, uh, Steve said, "How often do I do these mentoring videos?" Kate and I have done one before, uh, but uh, we're going to I'm going to be shooting for once a week. All right, so I think Wednesdays, Wednesdays seem to be the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesdays at eight o'clock. So awesome. life has gotten life is a little crazy over the last couple of months for me. So we weren't able to schedule. Okay, CNC brothers and sisters, I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft. Make sure you go get the IDC Woodcraft CNC router bit app. I will link it below this video later, uh, or you can go to your app store and get it. It's free. It gives you all the feeds and speeds. And uh, Kate's Kate's YouTube channel, Rise and Shine Wood Signs, right? Yep, you got it. Yeah, yep. She may have changed that, that to to women who see and see as well. <laughs> it's called we consistency. Uh, oh boy, I know, I know that that that's gonna oof, that's gonna be a tough bite. But I know, mm -hmm. I know when you were talking about even changing business names, I or picking a name that was consistent, I was like. I know, I know what's coming. It's coming down doesn't the road. Mean, doesn't mean rise and shine has to go. Hmm. I'm right. open to that, that. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, CNC brothers and sisters, thanks for hanging out, and we will shoot for next Wednesday. Kate, All give right. your farewell, and I will end this. Adios. Bye, guys. Have a great night. idcwoodcraft.com.